Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we are here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, today, another recap episode. We are recapping week seven during week eight. And there are some pretty interesting injuries that we have to talk about for this week. Injuries. In, injuries in quote in marks. Yes, yeah. we, have, we have to say that because, you know, no one can see the air quotes right now when we're on Spotify. So just want to, are they really injuries? We'll talk about it. But first, we want to talk about an injury to a running back. We're just going to hop right in. You watched this game. I did. Denzel Perriman caused the, the injury. Denzel Perriman right. caused the injury. I Actually, I kind of want to talk about two injuries now that I don't know why the, the second one kind of slipped up. Both the running backs from the Eagles and Raiders game left early with injuries. Mm-hmm. First one with Miles Sanders, and Nick Sirianni says that Miles Sanders is undergoing x-rays on his injured ankle, Yeah, and he's week to week. And apparently Josh Jacobs also got injured, which was after his touchdown run, where he didn't really get contacted. I don't know. I don't really want to talk about Josh Jacobs because I don't know if you heard, but you know our coach was like, Josh Jacobs avoided a major injury. And then right after Josh Jacobs posted, posted on his Instagram, I'm not injured. Stop the cap. And then he deleted the story and I'm like, oh, what's going on? So I don't want to talk about it. It's no good. Okay. <laughs> There's some disconnect right now. Don't know what's going on. We'll talk about Miles Sanders then. So maybe he was salty that Kenyon Drake got a couple touchdowns or one touchdown after he left probably or maybe or maybe he wanted to play but like the coaching staff or like the you know like the team doctors like no you probably shouldn't go back in <sighs> my guy my guy whatever my. it is though i think if you have josh jacobs you can kind of you're at ease because he's on his bye this week so he has two weeks to recover mm-hmm. for fine. miles sanders um you can look at it two ways one are you a miles sanders owner and what do you do and two Let's say you picked up Kenneth Gainwell or Boston Scott. Who do you start? They both look uninspiring. I mean, Gainwell had, mm-hmm. I feel like Gainwell had his little, you know, breakout game a couple weeks ago, but it's, I don't think it's anything to like be like, wow about. I mean, I saw him sub in for uh, Miles Sanders against the Raiders on Sunday. Didn't look too spectacular to me. I, I actually agree with you a lot. And I think, kind of how you assess it is like oh man I don't want to say it like this but if you have Miles Sanders and you picked up Kenneth Gainwell start Kenneth Gainwell but like don't be cheeky about it like if you picked up Kenneth Gainwell and you're like hmm do I start Joe Mixon or or Kenneth Gainwell against Detroit like just start Joe Mixon just start Joe Mixon don't don't overcomplicate things just take it for what it is <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell is a backup running back whose name is not Darius Johnson Oh, I like that. I, okay, okay. No Johnson here. No Johnson here. All right, well, I think that's a really good transition to your injury, Ryan. We could bounce back to mine afterwards because I feel like oh. mine we might talk about for a bit. Yeah. So up next, Nick Chubb may be coming back, maybe. So my question to you is, so Johnson just had a breakout game. So is he going to come back in like right away? And when I say he, it's like Chubb. Like we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where it's kind of like when a player comes back, like when Saquon comes back or like when Michael Thomas comes back, 
are they going to be on a snap count? So is Chubb going to be on a snap count if he plays? And if he is, or like, let's start with that. What do you think? If he plays, will he be on a snap count? Given that it's already Wednesday and they're still kind of like, will he play or not? Hmm. I think he won't necessarily be on a snap count as opposed to Johnson's just going to be the cream hunt rule. Oh, so Johnson will be the cream hunt rule. Yes. So if Johnson's the cream hunt role, is he still worth starting? Because that's still Kareem Hunt. Yes. Oh, so you start both. Starting, he's worth starting one more week if you really need a running back. Okay. Can I expect need... Kareem Hunt numbers? Or should I temper those expectations? Because I think, as I noted, it's against the stingy Steelers defense that has not allowed much to RBs this year. It is. That's why I just looked up Steelers defense. Here's my thought process. If you picked up Johnson, you probably really needed a running back because you started him against Denver's defense. And Denver has a pretty good rush defense. From my understanding, supposedly, it, yes. Supposedly. Maybe, maybe they are not as good, I think. But yeah. With that being said, I think the fact that one, because yeah, I don't I, I feel like one, because Nick Chubb's on hundred percent. Two, Johnson looked very well when he was the lead running back last week. You have to expect not to rush Nick Chubb. He could be active, but I think this is Johnson's last week of being startable if you are running back desperate. So both running backs are startable. Because it looks like Johnson's startable for you, but is Chubb startable? Because you, earlier you said if Chubb comes back, then he's still Chubb. Johnson plays a Kareem Hunt role. I don't start Nick Chubb unless he gets the clear. Like, if he gets in, like, if he's questionable coming into the game, I'm going to be concerned. Got it, got it. So he needs to be healthy going into the game with no Q next to his name. Yes. And then if he, even if, you know what? I'm going to take it back. Bench him this week. Against All the Steelers right. defense. You heard it here. Bench Chubb, start Johnson. Take us away with your last injury. This is the most immediate one, actually. And it's Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard. And I think <laughs> this is why we had Pope marks over injuries. Because it's a health concern. But I, like, can you consider this an injury, David? Like, you know, it's technically not, but I can see why. It's kind of under that. I mean, you do use your IR spot if you have these players. You're right. You're right. So technically is an injury then. Okay. Technically. And so we'll break it down. Adam Schefter on Monday reported that Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams was put on the COVID-19 list. Now, horrible. Horrible. Um, the very unfortunate part. Well, there are many unfortunate things about this and we'll break it down. <laughs> Number one, they played Thursday night. Yes. And so short week, short week. That's the problem. Because if this was any other week that Green Bay was playing, Devontae Adams had a clear shot to actually play that game. Mm-hmm. Because it is like the same thing as like, what was it, Damien Williams on Chicago? But was he the only problem is I don't remember if he was vaccinated or not. And that's I have no clue difference. if is Devontae Adams vaccinated. Devontae Adams is vaccinated. Oh, okay. Which is why he was almost eligible to play. On Thursday. And we still don't know yet. He technically can. The only so here's the problem. 
he needs two back-to-back negative tests within 24 hours okay. of each other. Okay. The problem is, is that the team flew out to Arizona today. Mm-hmm. So if he were to, he got one test today, he needs to test negative again tomorrow. tomorrow and he also needs to fly to Arizona to make the game. Ah, you know what you do? Take money out of your own pocket. You fly to Arizona tonight. He has to take the second test in Green Bay. What? Because they what? don't know if he's COVID positive. Oh. He's like You're... in isolation right now. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. All right. In that case, then, I'm sorry. My, my plan failed before it even before I could even finish. People were saying that he could technically get do a rapid fire test on Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. And because he's flying to Arizona, he gets like two or three hours back. Oh my god, he does he does get I think he gets two hours back. Yeah, so he technically there's a 95% chance he cannot play, but there's still a five percent chance he can play. Oh, he's fine. He's fine. I and believe people are like people are like, oh, he didn't practice all week. Does Devontae Adams need to practice when you have Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, Devontae Adams doesn't even practice normally. That's what I'm saying, right? So he's fine. He's fine. There's that. Now, the other unfortunate news is Alan Lazard. He is out not because he caught COVID, but because he was a close contact. And the fact that he is unvaccinated, he can't play and is out for five days. To this day, I still don't understand the rules for unvaccinated versus vaccinated players. I just, I just take what you say for granted. <laughs> I <love laughs> and I, and I trust it. <laughs> yeah, I love how I can say random stuff and you believe it, but I swear this is like coming from Ian Rappaport. It, it's so hard to keep up with like the, the protocol. Yes, I think it it really and comes like, down to uh-huh. no, no, no. To, to finish that part off, it's just like I understand the two tests need to be twenty four hours apart. But like, for example, I I got I got the the rules, but it's like I thought he could just travel to Arizona and take his test Thursday morning in Arizona. But apparently, you know, can't do that either. So it's like yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that you know that's not written. It's um, exactly yeah yeah yeah, but it's it's crazy. Because now we're going to tie this all back to fantasy. There are fantasy repercussions here. And so we're going to go down player by player really quickly. And I'm going to give you a player's name. And you tell me if his value goes up, down, or stays the same for this week going to Arizona against a very good Arizona Cardinals team. Are you ready? Yes. Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying up or down, right? Up, down, or stay the same. Aaron Rodgers down a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Are you still starting him this week? I'll start him. Very true. So so I'll do up, down, same, and then start or sit. Correct. I will say stays the same, and you start him. Yes. Okay. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, up, start. Up, start? Up and start. (laughs) Up and start. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. AJ Uh Dillon. Ooh, up. If you need, really need to, then start. I rather not. Up if you really need to start, like us in the uh, podcast league. Okay. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that league. It's rigged. It's. <laughs> I really wish we could have blamed that for why we were so bad. Oh my god. Okay, Randall Cobb. Up start. You are starting Randall Cobb. No. no. I think I mentioned this later, 
in the next in, in the next preview episode. But we have to remember how much Aaron Rodgers loves a Randall Cobb. He pushed for Randall Cobb to make this 53-man roster. Mm-hmm. And he does throw to Randall Cobb on weeks when Devontae Adams is playing. So I think with Randall Cobb being the number one here, I think he sees at least seven targets. Okay. I didn't add this player on the list, but okay. MVS, Marquez Valdez Scanley. I thought he can't come back. I thought he's on like IR, IR or something, right? He's IR eligible to come back this week. Oh, if he comes back, I would say up, risky start, but start. Does he hurt Randall Cobb's value if he starts? No, no. Interesting. Because okay. I think I, I think this is the game script. MVS is quicker than Randall Cobb. We all know that. He's gonna get a deep bomb. He's gonna he's gonna drop it. And then Aaron Rodgers not gonna trust him. I mean, this happens every game, and I'm I, I'm not hating on MVS. I, I I feel like we see this all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a solid number two after Devontae Adams. If MVS was the player we all want him to be, we wouldn't have this discussion right now. And Aaron Rodgers would be happy because he has a solid number two. Very fair. Okay. Do you think any other Packers wide receiver has value? No, I I, I see Aquarius and uh, Amari Rogers. I don't even know who Amari Rogers is. I am very sorry. But those two guys, I, I would assume also up, but don't start. How about Robert Tunyon? Ooh, Robert Tunyon. Touchdown dependent Robert Tunyon. I think it would be up too, but I would not start because the thing is, we don't know how well they can move the ball. Okay against like an undefeated Arizona Cardinals defense. So sure, he can be touchdown dependent, but if you're not going to have many red zone plays, he's rendered useless anyway. Okay, let's give you a scenario. Let's say you have Darren Waller. Not picking on you, I swear. Okay. Robert Tunyon's on waivers. Let's say your other tight end is like Cole Komet. Ricky <laughs> you're Seals picking Jones. on me. Okay. <laughs> Who do you get? Well, what do you mean? So I have Cole Komet, Darren Waller's on a buy. So Darren Waller's on a buy. Let's say that your options are Cole Komet, Ricky Seals-Jones, um, Robert Tunyon, and Ooh. yeah, I was going to say Pat Firemuth, but I don't think uh, he's... I say put it like this. If 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 you need your tight... If, if you're projecting not, not that many points and you need points to win, I say just go for the, go for the dart throw and go for Robert Tunyon. Because Ooh, you okay. one touchdown is already six points. Cole Komet is like that safety net that will probably get you six points and only six points for the game. So it depends on your situation. You would have to bet that at least Justin Fields can throw the ball. I, I think he can because if you look at Cole Komet, Cole Komet's like like game log, it's he's looking like a solid four to six points every game. But, but Robert Tunyon, on the other hand, is when if you don't get that touchdown pass, you're rolling with one point. You're rolling with his one target. Yeah, so it's, it's up to you how you want to play this, but that's my take on it. Risky or safe, your call. I want to say he's going to be, he's a top 13 tight end. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. So startable. Start if you have to. start Not startable in 12 team, but if you have to, be my guest. Okay. Got it. So if you're in a 14 team league, then you can start Robert Tunyon. Correct. Exactly. Okay. It wasn't like that guy was already starting Robert Tunyon every single week in a 14. Oh, no, 14 no, no. He tried with Johnny Smith one week. Didn't work out. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay. All Is right. that it for your injuries? 
That is, yes. So do you want to take it away for our first headliner for the recap week? It is the whole trade deal debacle with the the Texans and the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. And I think we we, we all know which guy we're talking about, right? So I think my first, I I got a few questions. My first question is, will he ever even get traded? Given the fact that I think you told me that Miami wants to wait on his legal status. But if we're not getting his legal status anytime soon, I might have texted you this. What's the point of this article? Because this trade is literally just to create news headliners, literally news headliners for, I don't know, uh, uneventful weeks eight of the NFL season. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say and go off on a limb and say that it's just all smoke. I all say smoke. that all the time. All okay. smoke. It's, a trade's not going to happen. I know okay. someone said, oh, 95.5% chance that... Okay. Uh, that Deshaun Watson's going to get traded. And to that, I say, I had a 95.5% chance of winning my matchup last weekend. Guess who won? Not me. So anything can happen. And I think Deshaun Watson does not get traded mainly because of the legal actions. Um, And I think that, okay, unless Brian Flores gets fired, Tua's job is safe. Really? Mm -hmm. So you think they like him in Miami right now? Well, according to Tua, they don't not not like him. Whoa, 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 whoa. He did too much. My, my brain couldn't keep up. According to Tua, they don't not like him. Yeah. Oh, so according to Tua, they like him. Well, why is he gotta why why is he gotta say that they don't not like him? <laughs> you see what I mean? I feel like it's kind of rocky. Wait, did, is that what Tua actually said? Yes. It's not verbatim, but he said something very similar. Oh, pull up the that, quote. no, 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 you don't need to. It, it, it's already not good. That's like basically saying, yeah, they, they don't hate me, but they don't love me either. Yeah, it's, not good. It, it's very, it's, I don't want to say it's unfortunate, but it's pretty unfortunate with how they kind of described his situation. And so Brian Flores does not like him. Okay, sorry, sorry. I, I keep saying don't like. So Brian Flores is not like ecstatic with him. Brian Flores has the utmost confidence and trust that he is the quarterback for the team. Oh, okay. All right, I'll smoke. So, Tua, have a good day. I guess my headliner is <laughs> over then. He said, I don't not feel wanted. I don't not feel when he was asked if he feels wanted by the dolphins. I don't not feel wanted. Why couldn't he just say I feel wanted? <laughs> this is next question. Uh, I don't like this. I don't like this for my man Tua. It doesn't matter because at this point I think he's gonna stay, like you said. So I guess my cut headline was cut short. I was hoping that you know you would have some news and then that like he might get traded. So let's say that he does. Was played out. So does does Tua get in the trade? Does he go to the Texans? Apparently, the Texans don't want Tua. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so no one wants Tua. So where does Tua go? Who gets Tua? Here's an interesting one. What if the Steelers are part of this trade and they get Tua? Okay, not the worst thing possible, but yeah. Steelers toss him there first. As they are playoff contenders, but they are one of the very few teams who are short one quarterback to really take them far. Okay. Yeah. And he has 
So, so my question to you is, do you think Tua is doing good because of his connection with Jalen Waddle, or do you think he can thrive with like Deontay Johnson? I think he can thrive with a with Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and a healthy Juju Smith-Schuster in the future. Okay, not bad. Yeah, which I think, I think the only problem with Tua, and this is why I don't think he would go to Pittsburgh. Now that I think about it. His offensive line doesn't give him enough time to to assess the situation. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's the only problem. Okay. So if if Tua goes to the Steelers and okay, well, it doesn't matter where Tua goes. If if Watson goes on to, to Miami, is he startable? Watson himself, not for like the first two weeks, because I think they're they would probably roll with um. Jacoby Brissett again. Oh, God. It would be very similar to the Jimmy Garoppolo situation when the Niners traded for him. He did not start right away. True. Plus, it takes some time to convert someone from defense to offense. And All right. Running back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take it away with your headliner. Yes. Thank you. So, Ryan, I'm sorry, but you're going to be talking a lot more because my headliner oh, is actually going to be a nice little fun game. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love these force games. These force games. Yes. So it will be, it's like a nice little quiz. It's going to be three multiple choice and then there's going to be one free response at the end. They'll all make sense. It's all related to fantasy football. No math. Four Don't questions. worry. I love it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Are you all right. Ready? So crapping all my math skills already. My first question for you. Who was the quarterback one in fantasy football last week? Was it A, Tua Tagovailoa, B, Joe Burrow, C, Matthew Stafford, or D, Tom Brady? Stafford. Okay. Am I in right? Fourth, in fourth place was Tom Brady Good. with 24.6. Good. In third place was Matthew Stafford. Stop. Did, did you literally list me one, two, three? In second place oh, was Joe Burrow with 27.64. And in first place. Don't even tell me what Tua got. It's 28, right? It was 28.54. Tua Tagovailoa led all quarterbacks in scoring Damn. last week. You, you know what my scoring. thought process is? Mm-hmm. Because I, I checked Tua because I, I picked up Tua. I knew he had 28. But what made me say Matthew Stafford was the fact that Cooper Cup had one of those games again. And I was like, huh, must be Stafford. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's rough. That is rough. Question two. Who is the wide receiver 20 in fantasy football this year? <laughs> is it A, Brandon Cooks, B, Emmanuel Sanders, C, Stephon Diggs, or D, Michael Pittman Jr.? Michael Pittman Jr. Wide receiver 20. Michael Pittman Jr. is <laughs> wide receiver 20. And the fun fact is he is outscoring the other three wide receivers I listed. Outscoring all, all three of them? Yes. Oh, I think, I, weren't we high on Pittman? We were high on Pittman. Yeah, he's good, man. So, did nice did you see him catch back. that ball against uh, your team? Okay. Just <laughs> the fourth pack. I don't know why he didn't jump. I just don't know. Anyway, he can't. You know when you're when you're when you on the wrong side of thirty, you your knees are weak and they're brittle. 
during their weekend break. I remember when we were in high school, we drafted a team in Madden, and Dre Kirkpatrick was on it. Yes. In 2021 now. We, we are years removed from high school. You have to remember that at that time, we also drafted him in his prime. <laughs> You're right. You're right. So He crazy. was good. He was, yeah. You know, back when he had 90-plus feet. And then now you guys have... Is it you guys have Norman? Yeah, we do. Oh, sorry. Hey, nice. As question. you always say, if only this was 2013. If only this was 2013, exactly. <laughs> All right. My next question for you. So that was first question was the quarterback question. Second one was the wide receiver. Third one's the running back one. Okay. DeAndre Swift is running back blank in fantasy as of week eight. <laughs> is he running back three? Running back eight? Running back 10? Or running back 12? Running back eight. Please. DeAndre Swift is running back three in fantasy as of week eight. He's outscoring the likes of Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, and Daryl Henderson. And the reason why I picked those three is because similar to DeAndre Swift, they didn't have a bye week yet. Oh. So he outscored those players playing the same amount of games. Jesus. It's it's that... I don't know what the hell happened last weekend, but DeAndre Swift, you know, he was out of this world. I know what happened last week. What happened? You're clenching your teeth. First play. (laughs) I'm sorry, not the first. It was the second play. Yeah. Really? Why? That's the Rams. It's the Rams. I feel like everyone's just out to get me. That's the the problem. Okay. I like Taylor Rapp. This is a disclaimer. I like him. But that's the problem when you have a slow safety. He can't catch up. Taylor Rapp, like, he blew coverage last year. I haven't watched games this year, so I don't know. Maybe his coverage has gotten better. But I don't think his speed has improved. Like, he doesn't have straight line speed. I think he's like him. Huh? I want to like him, especially yes. because, you know, the, the connection we have with Taylor Rapp. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the connection, right, yeah. Connection it's like, he's like, he's my friend. <laughs> he's right, he's practiced. Anyways, you, we have to root for him, right? Like, why can't he be awesome like Young Waiku? That's all I'm saying. Well, okay, we don't have to root for him. I'm kind of bashing on him right now. It's because out of college, if you're going to run a 4.7 or a 4.8 in the combine, I probably think you're a fast O-lineman, you know? But no, you're a safety. You know what's worse? You're not even the strong safety. You're the free safety. You're the last line defense. So if something gets past you, you're supposed to catch up. There's no catching up. I honestly feel that, like, not to knock on him again, that if a play gets by Taylor Rapp and he tries to run for it, I think if Jalen Ramsey put an effort, he's going to get there first. (laughs) I 100% agree with you. Yeah, that's the problem. And I think that's what happened with Swift. I saw a lot of plays where Taylor Rapp was just like literally 10 yards behind the guy running for the end zone. They prob- I wonder how deep they make him play. <laughs> Not deep enough, apparently. Still too shallow. I, I Okay. More yards back, man. Because if it's more, if they had him on the one yard line, he only has to cover at, at most. 33 and a third mm-hmm. sideline to sideline. Side side yes. They should just keep them there. <laughs> just keep them there. Yes. Okay, are you ready for your, your last question? Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Sorry. It's about tight ends. 
Okay. Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews are the tight end one and tight end two, respectfully, or yeah, respectively, this year. Yes. Can you name tight ends three and three through five? Tight ends three through five. Yes. So finish up the top oh five tight ends currently. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, is Dalton? Oh, can I name them in any order? Yes, in any order. I think Dalton Schultz might be in there. Okay. Um, who else? Do we do we have TJ Hawkinson's probably in there? Okay. So you need one more. I need one more. Which tight end is left? Oh God, maybe Waller. I mean, I would say Kittle, but Kittle's been injured, so maybe Waller. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Tight end three is Mike Gesicki. Okay. I forgot. Who has scored more than 15 points over his last two games. Tight end four is Dawson Knox. Okay. I am am so out of touch. Sorry. Who had three back-to-back double-digit games before being injured. Mm -hmm. And tight end five is Dalton Schultz. Oh, who had scored double-digit points in four consecutive games, and he would be higher if he did not have his bye. I got one, Dalton Schultz. You got one. Okay, notable things. One, it's the fact that Kyle Pitts isn't on this list. Concerns me a little bit, but he's on the rise. He is on the rise. In the past two games, I think I think that offense is, is coming together. Coming together. Um, TJ Hawkinson was tight end six. I think um, Waller is like seven. Okay. So he still, his game. Yeah, yeah. But Not yeah, bad. that's all I had for my headliner. Um, so Let's do a quick recap of that fantasy charity fantasy league. It's gonna be fast. We lost again. Um, we lost 148 to 125 to the fantasy brew review. I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced. But scam, scam. Bad decisions we made. We uh, started AJ Dillon and benched Devonta Freeman, but it didn't matter. <laughs> But that was bad. You know, we played like the second highest scoring team this week. So we didn't have a chance. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like every week we're scoring more points than the last, but still not enough. Correct. God damn it. Like we're just getting really unlucky. Mm -hmm. Good decisions we've made though. We have Joe Burrow. We drafted him, you know, as our backup. The only problem is that we don't really need a bat knock on wood because we have Tom Brady. But Joe Burrow's like, why or quarterback like 10 or 12 on the of Jamar Chase? Fantastic. Chase. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are not in last place. Oh, but we did pick up, we did pick up uh, Philip Lindsay for the Texans or yes. Philip Lindsay. Oh, okay, because because Mark Ingram left. Because Mark Ingram left, that was yeah. our good decision. So, are we, we second to last? Yes, how'd you know? Yeah, we're 10th. Oh, oh no, I'm... we're 10th. We're 10th. We're 10th. So, we're yes. third to last. Third to last, yes. Oh my god. After all this losing, we're, we're not the worst. There are some teams ahead of us who their teams are not looking too good because of injuries. So we have a shot. I think once CMC comes back, we could we could sneak into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And then we got to choose a charity of our choice. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's all I had. All right. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening and may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we review week seven of the NFL regular season. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.